NXT Tag Team Champions. You may know them under different circumstances, but this is Ivor and Eric, the Viking experience. Say it in English, Doc. One of the most dominant tag teams on the planet Earth. Bear me your Monday night. Mumbo Jumbo. And for those of you who do not know Ivar and Eric Coria, the Viking experience, a fitting name for these two men. Could you dumb it down in shade? Man on your left is Ivar, the man on your right is Eric. Way, Craig. Hey, Craig. Off to a good start. Off to a good start. I was away yesterday, so I wasn't really paying any attention to my phone. And then late last night, I looked at wrestling Twitter. Oh, was, oh boy. Oh boy, was it on fire. El what Fuego. A what a night of wrestling Twitter it was. So, um, yeah, we'll get to the solution of firing more people to solve the problems of the fired people. But uh, I'm Steve. That's my name. This is episode 194, I think. Um, Nikki, St- Nikki Fitz and Gordo. How are we, lads? That's the worst introduction I think I've ever done. Pretty <laughs> ah, happy you got her days in. You should forget it. So fair enough. Yeah. No, I do. I've been trying to make more of an effort of that because I know when the when the red light goes on, I just want to start talking shit. So I'm trying to make more of an effort to introduce people. <laughs> you professional do good. No, that's the, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of podcasting. I don't have to... Stick to your rules, man. Play by your own rules. No one else's. Not even not even own. your own. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to say if I play by yourself, but that's just a bit sad, really. That's later. That's later. Uh, that's later. <laughs> I thought you were going to play with Hoplon, no? Um, oh, I wish I could. Stupid work in the morning. I'd love nothing more than to play with Hot Blonde on Twitch later on. Just chatting. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to jump in a hot tub. <laughs> Let's get these going. You know what, lad? I, I was talking there before we came on the air about how I had to take part in a business transaction as part of the reason why we're late. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's because... Uh... Oh, nice. Ooh. I Look at that. I'll be able to drink tonight so I can go to the offie, but I'm going to fucking risk it. Nice. Nice. Ah, you'll have time. You'll have time. Um, oh, oh, no, I, I do I'll need to blame up. you for something, though, Steve. Oh, know. great. I haven't been a Twitch user until you know the alleged wrestling podcast decided to take over the world of twitch but just chat yeah yeah yeah, i i was i was alerted to this phenomena so i you know in natural intrigue i checked it out and now every time i open twitch there's you know 17 half naked women on my twitch feed that i don't subscribe to or follow Mm -hmm. or anything but because i looked at one video and one video only (laughs) i'm now inundated with eight hour videos of just chatting uh, trying on bikinis in swimming pool because hot, you know, hot tubs, holes, and bananas is essentially <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much. My God, that is the absolute filth of depravity, isn't it? I can't believe they're actually getting away with it. So I don't know. More Fair power to them. them. Yeah, yeah, if people are willing to throw money at them, yeah, market for it, let them off. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it does take viewers away from my Metal Gear Solid streams. Unfortunately, you know, I'm sure they're, they're, that's definitely what they're deciding between is yeah. just chatting or your Metal Gear Solid streams. <laughs> But they'd rather be Metal Gear Solid themselves. Yeah, don't have a chance. Oh, boys, how's life? Grant, Grant, 
Sure, I can, I can still only barely feel half my face after my lovely dental trip today, so it'd be grand. Nice. So, yeah. You love that, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so fucking happy. I'm so happy that I can't eat proper fucking food. Yeah. Great. Yeah, best so pizza? Life. Probably, probably pizza. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, have ba- I have a bag of marshmallows here that I'm going to probably tackle at some stage just to get some soakage into me. But. Oh, yeah. No, there's nothing worse than the fucking the, the post-dental buzz of you know not being able to do anything yep I'm pretty try, much try get a, is the side that i normally eat on so oh. try get wisdom teeth out where you literally can't eat solid food for about four days uh when i got my wisdom teeth taken out i stopped breathing when they woke me up after <laughs> fine you win um, <laughs> that's that's the time i ended up getting kept in hospital for two days um yeah that was fun Jesus yeah, Christ. Me, me, me and dental shit don't normally go well together, which is why I put it off for so long to a point where I'm having to deal with all this shit now. So yeah, yeah I've made that mistake before. So now I go regularly to the dentist. Doctor, no, but dentist, I, I regularly go. Yeah. yeah. So that's grand. I, I had the added bonus of I've managed to inadvertently, because I actually didn't plan this at all. I realized that after my first appointment, that essentially now my teeth have all been properly cleaned, polished a whole lot, like four weeks before the wedding. Nice. Ooh. Nice. So I hadn't thought of it, but now, yeah, Gordo's got all right looking teeth for once, so I don't mind if I get fucking caught smiling in pictures. <laughs> no, so, I thought you were just ready for the shift. That's, that's not going to fucking happen. It's going to be fucking nobody at the bastard thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll find a cousin to, to shift. Way. Well, it's not a family wedding, so. Grand. Oh, your, your grandson. Yeah. Your <laughs> I was like, it's like. What, what? Why would any of my cousins be at this? But yeah, so got got fitted for the suit and all the other day as well. So I've had a busy all week, actually. Hmm. I got to go to Limerick. Different county, lads. Oh, Scandalous. Breaking, the, breaking the rules. Technically two, because we had to stop off in Ennis. So we were in Clare. We had to stop off and pick up the dress for the bride on the way. That's then, disgraceful stuff. Yeah, does does Leo and, and the other clown know about this? You know what? I hope they fucking do. Bastards. Are avid I listeners of the alleged dressing I guess. tweet them now and tell them. I know. Like you know I, who left the county. I, I, I want to get cancelled. Cancel me <laughs> repeatedly. Kira does it twice a week and has done since last March. So we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you know, I'm, I'm at that point now where I'm like, I, once people are careful, just do you, is my yeah. attitude. It's just don't be a fucking idiot about it. Uh, even attended a tea party on last Saturday night <gasps> as well. Oh, sir. It was a well-distanced tea party, but uh, yeah, attended a tea party and uh, ended up having to go down to Dunn's to stock up on booze halfway through it. For a tea party? Oh, Boom. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Irish coffees. Oh, I see. <laughs> Can't uh, Yeah, I, I didn't care. I was like, no. Uh, yeah, no, I had to get another bottle of Captain halfway through it. Sure, it's not a pandemic in the UK anymore, anyway. Like, so. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and as you said earlier, Steve, here we are stuck in March 2020. Yeah, we're no better. No, I suppose there's a vaccine at least. That's about the only difference. Everything is still fucking closed. But anyway. Oh, it makes me very disheartened though, wasn't it? Do you remember how they were the worst in the world? And now they're like, the pubs are open and they're declaring it no longer a pandemic on their on their shores. You're like, how the fuck did that happen? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but they have, they have to be, you know, Brit stuff. Yeah, yeah. They'll be at it again, don't worry. Jokes no, on them. We're no still offense in the EU. To, the, to the Brits in the chat. In the chat. <laughs> oh, God. Where do you start? Sure, is in Jordan a West Brit, isn't he? 
don't know. Sure, Glivers is technically an actual Brit. Mm. Ah, he's not. He's he's a robot. To be fair to him, like, <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, he's done enough work work and helping us out and stuff. He's he's one of us. Way he's one we'll of us. Papers. We we'll we'll get, get, we'll get the passport. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know Tommy in the passport office. Yeah. <laughs> it's grand. It's grand. We'll get the viper on it. Viper surely knows a lot. That's it. Uh, <laughs> if he gets out, if he gets out of prison, <laughs> I can't wait for the follow up. See what actually how he got out uh, of prison or got out I, of custody. I just love those Trezzo from back on the day. We can see him get rested. Like, yeah, undercover guard. <laughs> the viper is the furthest <laughs> from an undercover guard. Look, but I love the part where it's like you know your man's like you know it's breach of COVID regulation breach of COVID as he called it and he was like sure he's the most protected one here <laughs> he was wearing a fucking hazmat suit <laughs> that was so good I'll share with you in the chat later to explain it um, look for the looking glass people look for a bit of Sputnik a bit of Sputnik um, right do we I didn't think of this ahead of time but do we have any 24-7 nominations I'm just trying to think mm. myself here if it was a normal week, um, you know, non-wrestling stuff, there's probably a few 24-7s we can throw in there. Well, we kind of keep it mainly to television product, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd nearly nominate Jericho's promo this week. It was bad. It was bad. It to save bad. ourselves some time, it's not going to be worse than Bella's and, um, no, 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 and no. Thingy. Yeah, it, it, it deserves recognition for being bad, but it's definitely not going to absorb that champion. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we'll count that as a nomination. What else is there? I don't think there is anything. Did anyone watch Raw this week? Yeah, it was, sure the was, same there. it was the same episode as last week. Yeah, <laughs> rerun. Yeah, stuff was in the same segment and everything. So weird. Um, other way, our Viper's Vac stuff is thrown in. Lovely. Uh, to explain this, to see in, in Discord, the guy with the yellow hazmat suit and the gas mask, um he is a comedian from ireland but he he does work with russia today so he goes over to london to cover the anti-lockdown protests a few months ago or whenever it was and actually i'm not going to spoil it like there's a there's, at the end of the second episode there's a huge twist <laughs> i'm not going to spoil it but uh amazing amazing you should definitely check it out after this um but yeah what are we talking about so there's no 24 sevens that i can think of so we'll, maybe something will come up when we're talking about it. Yeah, you, since, to, to, since we're in the, you know, the legend part of it, do you want to follow up on your podcast from during the week? Oh, yeah, the Super League. That, that old chestnut. That was close to winning the 24-7. <laughs> yeah, nominate that for 24-7. Do you know what the best part is? I didn't realize this until today, but all of the teams that left the Super League have to pay a fine now. Yeah, Three yeah. and a half million pounds. Three and a half million pounds? Yep, or euros probably. That's sure, not Jesus sure. Christ, Ed Woodward shits more than that. Still, though, it's three and a half million pounds gone. We, we you know, could have, that would be three and a half million less of our debt that we need serviced. Fucking glazers. But it's good to see that Ed Woodward is gone. It was a truly spectacular day when I saw that he's gone. And it, just like him, he's not really gone yet. You know, <laughs> I would have liked to have seen him clear out his desk. Like someone from the United team just goes live on Twitch or something and just watch him pack up his shit. But you see the rumor that's come out about this, that um, he actually raised opposition to the Glazers about joining the Super League, apparently. And the Glazers wanted to get rid of him because of his opposition to joining it. What? And, and was told effectively that they want his resignation. Nice. Whatever it takes. I've also heard the opposite of that, though, where there's a couple of other 
like executives within the league are aware of the fact that he's been involved in the planning of this since the early stages. Yeah. Now that seems much more likely when you consider that he it's, also used to work for JP Morgan, the bank who were financing yeah. this whole league. There's pictures of the Glazers, Cronky and John Henry out having dinner before Christmas. Mm. And people thought nothing of it at the time, but clearly that was a planning meeting. And who was it? Was it Woodward as well that met Boris Johnson like the week before yeah. this was announced? Mm-hmm. And Labour, the Labour Party, the opposition party in the UK are now asking for the minutes of that meeting to be published to see if Boris actually knew that the Super League was about to be happening because he was very much up in arms in public and decrying it from a higher rooftop that this is killing football. Yeah, as if he gives a fuck. What killed football was him trying to fucking take on a, an 11 year old and fucking creased him out of it. That was very funny. It was a great oh, tackle. Rugby, sorry. That was rugby. rugby yeah. <laughs> Still, that's one, that's one of them playing football where he nearly kills some young kid as well. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, it, it, it seems to have been pushed back. Madrid, Barcelona and Juventus are still in there and apparently they're going to recoup the costs. <laughs> so they're going to get the fines that the English clubs are paying or something. Because they're so far in fucking debt. That's why yeah. they haven't left. Yeah, the King of Spain is going to have to bail them out again. Real Madrid. I don't know what Barcelona is going to do. Uh, my favorite thing was uh, uh, Perez was out saying uh, this, this, you know, that the the whole thing about this was that, you know, Real Madrid, we're never going to be able to sign Mbappe or Haaland uh, if without mon- without the money from the Super League. And you're like, so it wasn't about the growth of the European game. It was about money after all. <laughs> what oh, a story. Shocking. Uh, Ah. I'm going to jump from one football to another. Breaking news that someone on the podcast will be interested in. Um, Nicky, the Ravens have just traded uh, offensive tackle Orlando Brown to the Chiefs for the 31 overall pick next week's draft. Oh, and more. Sake. Stop making the Chiefs better. He is. Mm. That's one hell of a get for them, but still, for another first round pick for the Ravens. I wouldn't say no to the pick, but I do like Brown. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. It's going to be an interesting week. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year because there's loads of weird shit happens in the NFL. It's great. Yeah. Ooh, the Ravens got three other picks as well with that. Oh, they have the details out more, did I? Just the one I saw was just and more. Mm. Oh, there it is. Oh, baby. Taste. Um, Steve is like, no, football. No, I'm just going to move. I'm just going to move on. Um, <laughs> so the European Super League was thrown in the trash. One might say. Ah, I wonder oh, where this is going. Yeah. So Hangman uh, Page versus. Uh, <laughs> no, so yeah, Mickey James was released a few weeks or last week, whenever it was, and she got her stuff shipped back in a FedEx box, but all of her stuff, I'm assuming gear and personal items or whatever, in a trash bag. Not nice of them. Not very nice of the company. It did have a sticker with her name on it. That's true. So they went to some effort. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they, unfortunately they, they probably had to label them because they had shipped other people's gear to the wrong people and they've had to offline have to ship stuff to the regular, to the correct people. As Deliverance says, it's a free trash bike though. So they really it is free. It's that's their severance pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, WWE have form with regards to... Um, Bad, bad faith when terminating contracts, you know, giving it to people on their wedding day, for example. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, coincidence, Triple H, you're not about it. 
<laughs> <laughs> just like uh, Triple H and higher ups knew nothing about this whole uh, mm. giving people their shit back in trash bag because oh as soon as it came to light we have fired the person responsible for it. bollocks to that yeah. Mickey James tweet went viral regular viral not wrestling twitter viral it was a regularly mainstream viral, viral. mainstream mm. viral tweet and all of a sudden the damage control started so Triple H Stephanie and Johnny Ace all with very similar tweets. I don't know if you saw the comparison of mm. Triple H and Johnny Ace's yeah. tweet. <laughs> Basically the same. Um, so Johnny Ace had called the release talent to apologize personally. Uh, the employee was fired. Uh, and this all include, it, this was all part of a talent relations shakeup where multiple people were fired or moved a la John Cohn earlier this week. So since obviously Johnny Johnny Ace is putting his putting the foot down now. John Cohn, uh, one of the referees, he was senior talent relations. He's been relieved of that duty. He's just a referee now. So obviously they were paying him two salaries probably, and they're just having <laughs> salaries. Well, they probably <laughs> would have had to. Well, he probably would have had some sort of a financial bonus for doing the job. He's not going to do it for free. So oh, he did probably. it because his son got a gig at WrestleMania three years ago. <laughs> he did it for the love of this <laughs> business. <laughs> Uh, but the big story that came from all of it, um, the fall guy, it seems, was Mark Carano. Um, mm -hmm. So a Johnny Ace stated that he was responsible for the trash bag incidents. Uh, WWE reached out to Fightful to express remorse over the embarrassing story and stated that it should never have happened. Like, it's another, like this is where we're leading now. That's another big uh, salary off the table. Another one. Right, mm -hmm. so yeah. them logic cuts, baby. I know. So it seems like Nick Khan is the new big dog running the company here. Um, Vince has stated that he no longer wants to do interviews or speak on the earning calls, and he only spoke once to introduce himself at the start of this week's earning call, and that was mm -hmm. it. So, because we know Vince's voice is fucked, we've been talking about it for years. Every time he comes out, he he sounds like he's about to die. So I'd imagine that has some part of it, but. Is the company being leaned out for a little sale? Mm, I don't. I don't see them sell. Like I, I'll say, I don't see them selling. I also didn't see them putting the network on another subscription service. So yeah, mm. and that was something that came from the the earnings call as well. That they are looking to do that with other territories as well. So yeah. the WWE network is probably going to end up on Sky Q or whatever whatever the hell, whatever streaming BBC iPlayer, I don't know. It'll be on one of them. And we'll have it on the RTE player. Hey, <laughs> imagine, oh, no. imagine having the network on the <laughs> RTE doesn't player. Work. It doesn't even work. Um, but yeah, cool. Mickey James anyway. They, it seems like this trash bag thing has happened for a while. It has happened before. Well, like mm. they have a sponsorship deal with hefty trash bags, so they need to use them somehow. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Timing, the, timing of that crease. Gillian <laughs> Hall, Gail Kim, uh, Gordo's yeah. favourite, Maria Canellis. Bitch. <laughs> they all uh, reported the similar issues. It's weird that, they, and I just caught some of the Soup Boys earlier um, when I was finishing up work. They, they, they kind of suggested something that's quite likely to happen is that you're probably going to hear more stories of um Karana being a bit of a dick coming out in the next in the next while because a lot of these things tend to go under the radar while they're still in a position of power but it's once they're gone and have no more influence that's when the true stories tend to come out it's already started there's a oh, woman yeah. on twitter telling all sorts of stories about mark Carano now they used to go out together or something 
and he's a bit of a controlling dickhead, basically. What? Did, do any of you remember him leading Mandy Rose into the group of the rest of the Divas in the first episode of Total Divas? And it was one of the creepiest looking fucking things I've ever seen. And mm. she looks so fucking uncomfortable with it. Let's see if I can find... But it, it was bad. Hey, Gordo, Gordo, you're not allowed to talk about a woman's looks. We'll, we'll discuss this later, okay? Ooh. Well, that's okay, Fitz. You wouldn't recognize her because she's got a different face now than she used to. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> you're going to get us cancelled. Fitz to cancel us. Deliverance, don't do it. I'm joking. But no, no, look, we've said this many times. She is a ridiculously beautiful woman. Um, but yeah, let's be honest. You can see that there's been work done. That doesn't change the fact she is and was a beautiful woman. Oh, why are they holding hands? That's just creepy. That's really, yeah, really yeah. weird. It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah, I've thrown the uncancelled coin in on that there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, this has happened to a lot of people before, but nobody said anything. A, because they don't want to burn a bridge. And B, usually a lot of the times the release people, they haven't been in, around a lot all, all that long and they, they're young enough to make their way back. Mickey James doesn't give a fuck. She's good. She's made her money. I'm sure mm. she want. I'm sure she would like to continue getting WWE money. But well, she's um, got the reputation that she could legitimately go to anywhere else if she wanted to keep performing, and she would walk into a job. Yep. Yeah. I figure she'd end up as a coach in the PC, but mm-hmm. she might still. Yeah. Um, when you think like, and this isn't necessarily blowing smoke up her ass, but she literally bridged the gap between the diva era and the, the beginning of the women's wrestling era. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a wrestler when there was no female wrestlers on that on that roster. True. When you True. think of the, the the amount of matches she had to have with people who could barely run the ropes, couldn't even run the ropes. Kelly Kelly, how the fuck were you a wrestler? You leave Kelly Kelly alone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, she still can't run the ropes. Whatever, you know, when she came back for the rumbles and whatnot, still, still <laughs> can't run is, the ropes. The, the thing is, though, if you can't run the ropes, you find ways around it. Jerry Lynn couldn't run the fucking ropes, but he was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that man I think had a phobia of ropes but he just slingshot over the bastard and things you know <laughs> oh god um, which yeah it does, it does a culture there obviously and how do I even get into the Charlotte and Meltzer stuff I'm not no. comfortable with any kind of segue so I'm just talking about dick. yeah so Charlotte is going away again okay I'm, I'm uncancelled there so far She's not going to be around, so they used a beating up the referee um, kind of angled for a suspension, a kayfabe suspension. And apparently she's going to have to get some more work done. And we all know what Charlotte leaves. Her heart grows two sizes. Her tits. I'm sorry. Heart, tits grow two sizes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, apparently it's dental work, but apparently that's a cover. So um, I, I swear I actually did get actual dental work done today. Yeah. You're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna see pictures of me showing up in a fucking e cup or anything. Well, to be fair, they're in a bit of C, but uh, yeah. yeah, dental work, dental work. Um, it's strange how she's lived, as Sean said. There, she's only after coming back, and she's gone again. And then she was only after coming back again from surgery the last time as well. But she won. Oh no, she didn't win the tag title since the last time she came back. Fuck. No. What's this she one back for? Raw, raw after Mania. She's only back two weeks. Did, did oh, she get did, did she get hunting done after the last tag title win? Uh, or is this yeah. is this an overdue? Well, she got COVID after the last tag title. Yeah. Win. Ah, that was it. She must have had to cancel her appointment. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So Meltzer was heavily, heavily, heavily cancelled for this. 
Um, my take that on she had it, dental work. Yeah, my take on it is very simple. Charlotte obviously seems to have some issues that she's constantly getting cosmetic surgery. But look, it's not my place to say. But I don't know if you're getting that many surgeries, there might be bigger issues at play there. And number two, Melser should just stay out of it. Yeah, and also for clarification and clarity, I am literally taking the piss. I don't yeah. give a shit. Whatever she does with all them, look, do what you want to do. It's not affecting me in any way. I'm literally playing devil's advocate here. Before anyone tries to fucking cancel us, I'm literally taking the fucking piss. Yeah. So a journalist slash reporter cannot report on facts because it's about the opposite sex. Now, I will clarify what I mean by that. Obviously, he's a journalist and his job is to report on stuff. In this scenario, is it worth it? That's kind of where I come from. Uh, no, no, I wasn't questioning you. I was, oh, I know, I know. I'm just they, I was they, questioning. Say, they say all publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. I was questioning the, the reaction. You know, unless you're to a him. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, we, wow, we. But like, fair enough. Like, if, if you're a journalist slash reporter and you make a comment about someone's looks without any context, you know, so saying, oh, so and so came out and, you know, tits look great. That's not exactly a good comment to make. But if you come out and say they've had work done, that's not a contextual matter. It's, it's not a, an issue to get fucking your knickers in a twist for. It's literally reporting that you have changed your appearance. You have modified your appearance. Yeah. Let's be honest, in 90% of the cases when it comes to the work that these women do get done, Stevie Wonder can see they've gotten work done. A lot, yeah. of, these, a lot of these transformations aren't slight you know yeah like let's look at the 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 obvious ones that we've seen throughout the years you had carmella like literally different person since she was signed yeah Aaliyah, different person since she was signed she just she got she went to the same fucking doctor and said make me look like carmella pretty much charlotte different person yeah you look sasha banks has had work done as well uh iconics iconics have gotten a lot heavier Oh, Jesus, and if you, if you if you know you know, um, I th- I can't remember who was it. It was Sudo too. What's his name? Uh, uh, I can't, I can't think of his Twitter handle. Robert. Robert. It's Robert. Anyway, yeah. 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 So he obviously put up the picture that um of all the different Charlottes throughout the years, and you had uh Billy Kay with um quite the enhancement work done, mm-hmm. but like. The question is, it has to be asked. Oh, God. (laughs) The question has to be asked, though. Is this people taking their own initiative and saying, well, if I want to proceed and get higher up in this company, I need to do what I need to do to make myself look better? Or are they literally being instructed by the company to do this? I I will refer to Serena Deeb. Yeah, I think back then at that stage, they definitely were being told to. I think nowadays it's probably not directly being told, but, you know, implied. I don't, I don't think they could get away with telling people nowadays. Remember the AJ Lee story? Yeah. What was that? Uh, that guys will want to hang out and play video games with you, but they won't want to have sex with you, was the comment made oh, to yeah. AJ Lee. Yeah. That's oh, that's yeah. great. I believe that was Mark Carano as well, wasn't it? I believe it? that was also mm. Carano, the same person <laughs> yeah. who in the early seasons of Total Divas and stuff. You go back and watch it, the one who's nearly encouraging all of these changes that they make to their appearances around. We think you don't need to look like this. Uh, Eva Marie needs to essentially become like a third Bella. All this sort of <laughs> stuff. You know, genuinely, if you go back and watch that first season of Total Divas, he's the one who's kind of nearly nudging people towards this is what you have to be. Mm. And like even looking at Mandy Rose nowadays, yeah, she is 
the newest one who has completely, I would say, ruined her appearance because she is just a naturally good looking girl. Yeah. And who had all the athleticism in the world and was developing into a very good wrestler, to be fair to her. She has a lot of raw talent that needed to be worked on, to be fair, like everybody on the roster, male and female. But her whole gimmick is about her looks and that has gotten worse. Yeah. Again, that's not to say, again, still fucking beautiful. Compared comparatively, you're like, is is it making that big of a difference? Yeah, look, it's a fucking minefield. I know, and I, I'm prepared for the cancel tokens to be shipped our way for daring to comment on the appearance of a female. How oh, no, dare look, us? I, I, I go back to what I said. I think we played devil's advocate in this a lot of it's, times. So, you know, we're not saying it to be in any way harsh no. for herself we're literally we're, we're throwing stuff out and there's kind of a said we're never going to say oh god these women are hideous because that's just not fucking true but we're going to say look you can clearly see these women have yeah. gotten worked on people are going to at the end of the day this is not for everyone but some also people gonna, some people are going to say they look better we all seem to think they look worse that's kind of the way i look at it one of the big takeaways i have from this and one of the big justifications i have for it is professional wrestling is not a sport it's a performance art and it's it be based purely on that philosophy alone. Appearance has a lot to do with it. Yeah. For both male and female. It's it's simply put, the more attractive you are, the better up the card you are, whether you're male or female. It's simply yeah. put. And that's the, the culture that they've driven over the last fucking three decades. And it's causing these women to make these alterations and modifications to their bodies and if you're a journalist or a reporter, you have every right to be able to comment on this with the, the respect that it deserves. Not to be sleazy or fucking disrespectful, but if you're if you, people are making themselves look different, altering themselves, modifying their appearance, it should be reported upon. Yeah, can't really argue with it. I just think that Meltzer would be better served saying nothing. Oh, I like he's, he's, he's backlash is just... For a guy who, for a guy who's been writing like news articles and reports for like four decades, he's terrible at writing or at yeah. wording. <laughs> I think the way he says stuff and his whole um, you know, um, um doesn't see, help see, in these scenarios is, because he circles around <laughs> stuff for so fucking long and he talks himself so far down into a hole that he can't get back out of it. Yeah. So he suffers he, I suffer from the same thing that he often does as well. You have good intentions of saying what you want to say, but it comes out sounding terrible, and you end up in offending people. <laughs> that's yeah. that's definitely what you were doing, Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> I like that blanket coverage. It's like your version of allegedly. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! What else? Wait to hell is paid for good intentions. Something Did you see this? On. This isn't something on fire, but have you seen anything about? You know, there's no TV show heels. That uh, yeah. Stephen Amell's doing. They just uh, put up a picture of CM Punk's character in it. His character is called Ricky Rabies. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Rabies. That's Ricky Rabies. When's that starting? It's still only filming, though, isn't it? That I, think it's, no, I think it's wrapped now. Oh, yeah? Okay, cool. That should be interesting. Ricky Rabies. God. Is that up Stephen Amell, was it? Who the fuck is that with him? No idea. Know. For some reason, I looked and thought that was Jackie Gaeta. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's the five-year anniversary of Lisa's favorite wrestling match. Oh yeah. Ah yes. My, My badge. <laughs> so what's going on? Did Punk have to have all the tattoos covered up with makeup or something? 
Looks like it, anyway. Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. I only after thinking is like, are, are we sure that's CM Punk? That's definitely like he's really yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. I suppose yeah, he didn't want to look like CM Punk, I guess. But um, yeah, cool. Speaking of commenting on people's bodies, I don't think he's in wrestling shape yet. If he is coming <laughs> back, <laughs> he's a little he's a little slim there. Um, yeah, it's funny. I mean, you could put Adam Cole's head on his body there, and you probably wouldn't notice the difference. Well, to be fair, he's been training. I, you've, if yeah. you follow his Instagram, he does be keeping up to fitness, and mm. he's you know an MMA fighter at the end of the day. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he sure sure is. is. <laughs> he's not in WWE shape. I think that's probably the best way to put it. He's not in Look, jacked up stage. Are yeah. You just stop commenting on people's appearance. Sorry. Sorry. If he if he if he's an MMA fighter, myself and Nikki are successful musicians, right? <laughs> For the win. Oh, no, no win, no win. Um, Raw, I just wanted to quickly bring up Raw. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on with this show? Seriously. Uh, I think there was some COVID-related issues this week and possibly last week that they were down staff. There's something going on with AJ and Omos that yeah. SRS knows about, but he's not reporting. Um, whether it's COVID, whether it's injury, whether it's family shit, but something yeah, is preventing so. them being on TV right now. Hmm. But essentially, they they did a live rerun of last week's show, <laughs> for the most part. Um, it's so bad. It's just a terrible, terrible show. I, I don't know how it can be fixed at this stage. Well, it's like T Bar and Mace took their masks off, so there's that. That's true. That and is that, even that was done bad. <laughs> Good lord, yeah. how to like it's very simple. MVP goes out, cuts a promo, basically puts over the fact of he could see that they were unwashed, they were unwashed potential, and that they basically they never had a chance to show themselves because they didn't have man who could show them real leadership. Bring up the fact that Lashley at WrestleMania last year lost to Alistair Black, and here he was a year oh, later they don't mention him and yet. retained the yeah. fucking title. But you don't even have to mention who. Just say last year he lost at WrestleMania in like mm-hmm. the opening match. Yet here he is in that same opening match, retaining his successfully retaining the WWE Championship. Boom! So this is what MVP can bring to someone, and this is what he's going to bring to these two guys, and have him take the two masks off them in the middle of the ring. Bang! Happy days, easy opening segment done, and you make the two guys look legit straight away. But they're still not with the hurt business. They made that clear as well. They could have, yeah, I know, but you could have fucking done it that way if you want. You know, if if you would actually yeah. made had time to make a fucking script. You know, only this was a weekly show where they had a week <laughs> to come up with a fucking script that wasn't weak. Uh, what if, say, for example, you had a, an endpoint every year at the end of March, start of April, and what you do is you aim for that. Imagine that. Imagine if you just long term thinking. Go, right, we need to be here at this point. How do we get there? And you work your way backwards. You just find yourself a swimming pool, Patterson and Briscoe, and away you go. <laughs> it's very simple. <sighs> I, I'll it's change. Frustrate me. It's just, it's all written on the back of a cigarette packet every week. You can just tell at this stage. It's and, terrible. And they found the same cigarette packet this week. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I was like, I, I think that's this week's cigarette packet. <laughs> so someone, someone's cut back and they're like, they're, you know, instead of 20 a week, they're down to 10 a week. And they're like, shit. Yeah. Uh, but they just got to the stage where they're not even submitting new scripts. They're just making slight changes to last week's script and handing it to Vince because they know he'll just approve it. See, what's the least amount they can change from one week to the next? <laughs> yeah. We'll then have, try and beat that record. Today we'll have Priest in a singles match. Yeah. Yeah, he'll never notice. 
Yeah, they did, literally did the same tag matches last week with uh, Viking Raiders and Herpet. Well, they're not the Herpet business anymore. Uh, as Adnan said, Shelton and Cedric waiting for their next <laughs> opponents. And it was the exact same people as last week. Yeah. Oh, and I thought it was a bit of 50-50 action, but surprisingly, Viking Raiders won a second match against them. Oh, his girthiness put a good shout out there. Oh, <laughs> oh. actually accidentally put this week's script in Mickey James trash bag. I love it. Uh, Speaking yeah. of Adnan, I, I'd, I'd say he got a bit of a bollock in, uh, on the intro to the show because he was very passive. You know, they want people shouting at the intro. He was, oh, yeah. as, as it was just like, very, hey, welcome to the Dead Right Raw. He, um, <laughs> he needs to... He needs to step up. Yeah. He's afraid no. of Nick Khan, so he might survive longer than most. The Adam Lee 2.0. Yeah, yeah, the initial... I, I liked the fact that it sounded sportsy for the first hour or two of, of week one. Uh, he he doesn't know enough. He does. He's not doing his and research. It's, it's not. He's, he's trying, but it's someone who's literally going from commenting on baseball and just you know stuff like that where you can be passive enough to a point where you're stepping straight into wrestling on the biggest slash second biggest show weekly show that exists you know it's there's no chance he hasn't had a chance to get into reps and it's very different than calling what he's called before and it's because they don't like silence either they want the commenter commentators talking non-stop all the time throughout the matches which is just, it's not his fault. He doesn't know the wrestlers' names. Maybe he's a fan. Maybe he's a casual fan that watches now and again. He knows the big guys or whatever, but he doesn't know the wrestling na- holes. He doesn't know moves. He doesn't really know names of people. He messes up people's names. Corey Graves is working double time to cover for him. The flying bro. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for him because he, he's a friend. Apparently he was a friend of Nick Khan and he, that's how he got the job. But I think uh, old Mike Tom will be back in there pretty soon. Yeah. yeah, but uh, speaking of commentators, though, uh, on SmackDown side, we got a new commentator too because we haven't, haven't got had a show since that. Pat McAfee, Pat- yes. Mm-hmm. How uh, how how was he? Because he hated his performance. He was very quiet. He didn't he what he didn't go full Pat. That yeah. was the thing because he was probably told like he, not to go full. Yeah, pat. he was purposely not going full Pat. <laughs> there was a great part. You know that scene in um, uh, Will Farrell the the NASCAR movie what's it called Caldega Nights Caldega Nights you know where he doesn't know what to do with his hands and his hands oh yeah up. this very similar situation where Pat McAfee was standing up after you know something had happened and he was cheering oh, he with heels probably yeah. and Michael Cole was sitting down so McAfee's standing up while pumped and Cole is sitting down you know doing the read for the next segment it was very odd and he talked about he, it he said I didn't know what I should do if I should sit down or just stay there very funny he stood up for like a whole match you're just standing because they were over the camera pan that way it's just him standing shouting while Cole is <laughs> just sitting there casually he was definitely better than uh, your man at Rada so oh, I'm not fucking saying much I reckon I do a better <laughs> job than him at this oh he day. was fine overall it was just that you could tell he was definitely more reserved than he normally would yeah yeah um but yeah um it, it's a two-man booth as well yeah so it's it al- always going to be better the two, two of them on a two-hour show <laughs> it's always going to have a bit of an advantage the, the two of them are going to be just fine in two or three weeks when pat realizes how he can like how mm-hmm. far he can go with busting cole's chops on air it'll, it'll be about finding that sweet spot and he'll probably say something that goes right. a step too far and he'll get rain back in a bit and then he'll be like okay this is where i can draw the line yeah and then once he finds that line that he can tow They'll be off to the races. I think I actually think he's going to bring out 
a good side of Michael Cole that we haven't seen in a long time. It feels like the Colt has combination from years ago. That's mm. what I'm feeling. I think mm. it's going to go back to that kind of shit again. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's like Pat McAfee is the least of my worries with WWE at the moment. He's going to be fine. That guy's mm. fucking excellent at everything he does. I roll yeah. in behind Cornetto. It does feel like a waste. It does oh, feel like, to like good lord, lads. Could you yeah. not fucking try and get this guy even involved managing people? Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. feels like... He's too good. He's too yeah. good to be sitting behind a desk. I totally agree there. He can he can outwork insofar as like nobody's a nobody's a draw these days. Mm. Like no nobody is. You just you don't have that generational talent. The likes of a I'll, I'll even throw Cena in there. But you don't have a Rock and Austin a Hogan. There is nothing like that now. Seth Rollins isn't. Roman Reigns isn't. Omega isn't. If we go to AEW side, none of them are that. But yeah. he is the close. When you look at like being able to draw something. I'd just be able to get people interested in be something was, uh, different. Becky. And uh, Jack. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, then again, they did a bigger rating since. Or two bigger ratings the last two, two weeks. Yeah. But yeah, I think I just think that he's someone who was a bit of a... He, he stands out and he is someone who people are like, again, shit, I'm, I'm paying attention to this guy. I want to see what he's going to do because he came in and he took the world by storm. And yeah. I think that they, did, they had a chance to build on it and putting him behind a desk is probably the last place I would have put him. Very true. Um, uh, remember, they wanted to make Thunder Rosa a referee, so you know their judgment isn't exactly hundred percent. Grand, they fired most of the people from talent relations now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny oh, Show. We're yawning at the worst possible time. Unprofessional. Did you ever get um, yawn raped? What? Yes. Yeah. Did you ever get yawn raped? You're gonna have to explain that one to me. Someone sticks Is their it? finger in your mouth while you're yawning. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing and I learned the hard way in college <laughs> so yeah when, Fletch, when you're Fletch yawning used to be a bastard for it, wasn't he you know when you're yawning you just uncontrollably just like stretch out what mouth wide open and then just someone just sticks their finger in your mouth while you're doing no. that <laughs> no I don't know that <laughs> <laughs> well there God. you go welcome to the world of uh, WIT circa 2008 I would bite them, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. but you, you don't you, you don't think of it literally. It's it's just so fast. Like, what just happened? You know, the, plus you're the yawning, so you're, to, yeah, your jaw is fully could, ajar. I could have sworn I just heard someone say circa. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, oh, no, oh knuckle deep, J Dog. J- just a tip, I'm, just a tip. I <laughs> know oh, you can go knuckle. You can go knuckle deep. Like, if you want. I, like touch the tongue, like you know, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, just pop her in there, like. <laughs> Is is it just that Hangman Page is always in the opening matches, or do I just always go to? So, anyways, Hangman Page. <laughs> I always feel like it's Hangman when I do those segues. Is he always in opening matches? Maybe he is. He's been in the last couple of them, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then I'm not going crazy. Oh God. So anyway, uh, Hangman Page. Hangman Page nearly killed Ricky Starks. Yes, that's. Oh, that Ricky Starks. Andy no sold it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Holy shit. Uh, so Ricky, yeah, tell us tales, fits of AEW. It happened. That's true. Oh. What's show? Controversial, I know. Uh, well, they just announced their wrestler of the week was uh, Christian Cage, and that's generous to say the least. Ooh, lads, really. Um, so yeah, Hangman and Ricky Starks had a lovely little match to open the show. Um, Ricky took a German suplex. He tried to uh, extend out of it and kind of rotate out of it, but didn't quite make it and his neck was in a funny angle when he landed on the mat no sold it like a pro 
but got tapped out to a fairly kind of weak choke ankle lock hold. If you work his ankle, he was selling his ankle for a long time, so it made sense. Yeah, it, it was weak sauce. If he just stuck to the chokehold, which looked badass, I think he would have. It would have looked an awful lot better. Uh, Penta and Trent was fun. Uh, Alex Abrahantes. I don't know why I like him so much, but he's fucking hilarious. I hate him on BTE. That whole that whole Latino segment on BTE. I just, I just don't get it. I skip. You're it. not Latino. What's the BTE? Old old wooden ship. Okay. From the Civil War era, I believe. Oh, oh nice. well, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Cheers, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> but, uh, so, on the show, only someone that explained this on AEW every week. <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, he's so over the top on this on TV screen when he's with Penta. It's just it's good. Well, yeah, a lot of people. Penta right. says, hmm. "Yeah, that's just good." Uh, but something that happened, I don't know if it was before or after this match, but they had the video package for um, Miro. Yeah, uh, I'm just, this is getting me very excited. Let's let's hope this this is what they're doing. So they keep referencing Kip. So he's gone. I don't know what the story is. Good. With him. Um, <laughs> he's back yeah. next week because he's with Penelope, oh. who's having a match with uh, Chris Statlander. Grand, I can go for the fucking piss during that. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing that's where the turn comes. It might be. Yeah. He referenced them in both promos the last two weeks. Like, yeah, because he's, he's cost. He, but he blames Kip for costing him the match with yeah. best friends in the arcade match, whatever they call yeah. it. Like, if it's against that, Anders probably going to be Orange Cassidy's going to be out there too. Miro's going to come out to going to tease that he's going to attack Cassidy and then he attacks Kip instead. Boom, done. Yep. Yeah. And uh, but he's been calling out uh, Moxley. Or not Moxley, I mean Kenny and um, Darby, Darby Allen Darby. because they're both the champions. And the last two weeks, effectively, have been, you know, which championship is he going to go after? Which champion is he going to go after? And this week, he was like, well, which champion am I going to go after first? So this is going to be good. good. You know, I, 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 I reserved judgment on the somewhat lackluster debut. Shite debut. Yeah. Ah, it was okay because like I said they, every time they brought someone new in they jumped into the top of the card they had a title match lost and moved down so at least they brought in Miro at a, an underwhelming level and are building him up or he could have brought him in and just not have him lose yeah but then who is he going to beat he could have beat Mox for the title ah uh, no I wouldn't have not at that point I would have. I was. I was fed up with Mox for a couple of months here at the end of his run. I would. I would have had anyone beat him. So I can't harsh. talk. Harsh. You're a very harsh uh, man, Gordo. No, look. I. I, I just think there, there was two or three. There was two or three times where they drove past a good exit ramp with Mox, and I think they're kind of running the risk of doing that with Sheeta now as well. Not to say that either of the title runs are bad, but I just looked at. There was chances to move on the belt, and. I think they yeah. need to just kind of pick their spots when it comes to moving on belts. But you also, they also, because they're such a new company, they want to also kind of set the the, 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 the precedent that their champions kind of are champions for a while. You don't want to have exactly. quick flipping of belts. Oh yeah, no, like, no. And, and I'm not like title changes hand every every month, every second month either. And I know what the end game obviously is, is Sheeta's dropping it to Brit. I, I oh, totally yeah, 100%. Understand, you know, yeah. but, uh, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, why... Why have the need for all of these matches and building people up only to lose when you can just make longer feuds and the build up to these pay-per-views sometimes? Well, they only have pay-per-views every uh, four months. And the, the company is in existence, what, 18 to 20 months? They've yeah. only had three champions for the male and the female title. So that's, that's impressive kind of protection of the belts since their inception. 
Inceptioned. Inception. Like it. It's Friday evening. I've worked like 60 hours this week. My head is broken. Lord. Um, but um, no, I, I really like the fact that they've protected the belts quite well. There definitely was chances where they could have pivoted and moved, especially when you had Eddie Kingston there. Um, that would have been that a nice sh- moment for should, him. Yeah, they showed on the flip there, definitely. But then again, look, if that was the case, then how does Miro play into that role as well? So, you know, horses for courses, everyone will like different things, taste is a personal thing, but I liked how they've done Miro now because I can see their route out of it. I'm, so I'm they, glad I'm glad they didn't do what they did with everyone else with them. I'll say that. 100% but, uh, that. God, but they definitely could have done better than they did with them. Because like, if you look at, for example, Lance Archer, he suffered greatly from the way that he was brought in. He was brought Are in, you- lost built up lost and now they're building up for the third time but his friends with sting sting he's got a new bat it's i know St- steve steve i need to check in on you um mm-hmm. they didn't have a tony shivani sting segment this week how are you coping what the how am i supposed to know when aw is on how am i supposed to know what time it is at night and the, the women's match moment. wasn't in the second last segment what are they doing over there? The booking has gone to shit. But I think so, um, Miro beating Darby is the way to go because Darby will sell it like death and yeah. Miro can throw him around the place. I think that's a good way to go. Yep. And it's a good stepping stone for Miro as well because it keeps him powerful, gives him a championship belt. And it's also, yeah, it's on the path to the main title. So it extends his run of domination as well. Yeah. Um, she and there's other people you can do against Kenny in the meantime, and it's good. The, the set pay, uh, payoff with Kenny is obviously having Hangman beat him in the end, yeah. so that makes sense. Sheeta and Tay Conti had a very good match. Yes, they did. I very Tay Conti has one. impressed so much lately. Her her wrestling is so fluid, and her um, three the, amigos, the, I call it the um, the judo throws. Mm. They they look legitimate, like, and I know they are legitimate, but still, though, when when moves look good. It's just all the more uh, impressive. I have to bring up the uh, the discourse on Twitter every time Tay Conti has a match, and it's that uh, how have the how has the WWE performance center performance center failed so badly to not see something in Tay Conti? Like she's like she's so good. How could you miss her? Like yeah, they trained her. They know mm. she was. Do you know what I mean? There was like if that was any wrestler that say it came from the Nightmare Factory, it'd be like wow, Nightmare Factory, what a what a what a training school. But because it's the performance center, it's a failure. That doesn't make any sense to me. Now, when she came up, look at the roster that was there. So I can see why she didn't get as much TV time. But obviously, they've missed a trick. They miss they miss people all the time, but they always hire them back. It's not really the um, not really the end end of the world that they don't have Tay Conti. You know what I mean? Um, but definitely she suffered she has, from not being a native English speaker, possibly. You know, that's and, the big thing in the WWE. They want people who can speak the language. Either that or you're a heel, you know, because you know, yeah. you're a foreigner. Like look every every Japanese people person across like boat rosters cut an English promo this week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh why develop talent when you can just steal them elsewhere? Yeah, well see, this is ground up. This was Tay Conti had never wrestled before. So she she was trained from the ground up. She is a success story of the performance center, not a negative. Um, yeah, she has yeah. come on a lot since she left. Like the difference. Yeah, she, well, her... she's had more experience. She yeah. wasn't getting the Plus, time. That's why she left. Don't forget, she also had good amateur background as well and exactly. judo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, all that sort of stuff before she went to NXT. So, you know, if you look at what she went into NXT with and what she came out of NXT with, 
I don't know if she took that much from the performance center training. Oh, just she definitely know the fact did. that she's a wrestler. Yeah, like the basics. She, when you have good fundamentals, good basics, you can always build on that. Yeah. I just think it's funny. It's it's an odd discourse. I find that you're like, well, where do you think she came from? I totally accept that. Um, I, see, I don't think the issue is the performance center. That's a that's a big thing lately that you see a lot on Twitter. Performance center isn't the issue. It's it's going over that little. When you hit the main roster, that's the problem. Is that they spend all this money and time developing people like a Take Conti or like a whoever, and even take the other side of it, someone like Nakamura, where they change the way he operates for TV. So they spend all the time doing that finishing school type of thing. (laughs) Not that Nakamura needed it, obviously. I'm not saying that before someone jumps down my throat, but you know what I mean. The the, the learning where the hard camera is, (laughs) you know that kind of bullshit they go along with. And then they hit the main roster. That's the problem. It's that it's the problem is between NXT. It's the call up is where the problem is here. But I that's one thing that always kind of irked me. You know the, the this belief that you have to go through the production school. So mm. you have to know where the hard camera is. Do you know I kind of like it when you see indie wrestlers go in there have their first match, and it doesn't look as polished as everything else. Yeah. You know you've got your hard cam. You've got like at least two roaming cameras around the ring. And they love camera cuts. So it doesn't really <laughs> fucking matter exactly. if you're hard cam ready. They're going to pick up the action no matter where you are in the ring. And so, there'll be more know, cuts than seconds. But the so, fact, if, if, if everyone does things differently or if it's more organic or more natural, that just leads to a better product because it's not going to look uniform. That's what I love about AEW. I go in there and I see different characters. I brought this up before. It was like the Monday Night Wars talking to Johnny at the time. He preferred WCW. I preferred WWF because there was characters in WWF. I pointed to Kane. I went, look at this motherfucker. Look at mankind. Look at these weirdos. Look at the oddities. Who would not love this show? And then, you know, WCW was all jacked up dudes, trunks, black boots, Goldberg. black trunks, Goldberg, <laughs> you know, Steiner, all them fucking roided out of their minds. It was like, eh, as fun as it was. Mm. But now it's completely the other way around. WWE is just the cookie cutter. And then AEW is more like what Raw had the idea to be. Like an ECW or Raw back in the day. It's great. Yeah. None the yeah. um d- did Billy Gunn get his name back? Yeah, he it seems he has, yeah. yeah. The war is over, lads. Even Billy Gunn is allowed to call himself Billy Gunn. I wonder how that came about. I wonder if you have to go through much hoops to get it. Guess Because that's obviously not his real name. He's a, like his real name is something very odd, isn't it? Kips up. Yeah. 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 Like, what the fucking name is that? You're not, you, can, you can see why he adopted a new wrestling name anyway. <laughs> I would have just legally changed my name to Billy Gunn. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. There's a, hey, a strong up for adoption joke I could make there. but I'm Monty Kipsop. There you go. Monty Sweet Burns. Oh, so Monty. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's just, yeah, I thought I'd bring up the whole take Conti thing. Like, I can see where people are coming from. But at the same time, like, it's not the performance center's fault that this woman knows how to wrestle. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sure where they're coming from there, but clearly uh, been given the time. And well, that's the problem with WDB in general. They don't trust anyone. If maybe they've, if they'd let her go out and go, right, you've got 10 minutes for the next three weeks. Each, each, each show will give you a match. Show us what you can do. Maybe she, she, they wouldn't have let her go, but they didn't have time for her. They were focusing on other people at the time. So uh, sure, there's a success story of leaving, proving your worth, and one day she'll be back. Sometimes it's better. Like if if you're not getting any traction in the yeah. WWE system, leave, prove yourself, and then you'll come back for the payday later. 
Drew. Exactly. Yeah. And I, that's what I had assumed Cody Rhodes was doing until all this happened. He was going it around. Probably was. Yeah, proving himself to be a main event guy. And then, well, I mean, what were they? A couple of days away from signing. They were, they had offers on the table and all sorts and they were all considering it. But then AEW started. Imagine if they'd gone. Where would we be oh, now? The wrestling world would be so different. Be so <sighs> boring. Bucks would yeah. probably have been released by now or asked to get released because they would have realized that there was no tag division and they're, or they would have been in a never ending feud with the New Day for three years. I, I, I would think it would be seeing them versus MSK in NXT. But... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hangman would, would have won the NXT title because he was the one that was going to put, going to be in NXT. Maybe he would have been called up by now. Hang, I think Hangman would have done great things. Yeah. I, think they, I think they would have done a lot with Hangman. Yeah. You can tell that Vince McMahon would have taken one look at the box of youth and saw, ooh, you're Jeff Hardy's new guy, and you're, yeah. oh, you're, you're, you're Matt Hardy. Um, Which okay, one's Janetti? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally what he would have thought. He's like, ooh, Nick Jackson, you can wrestle. We'll, we'll strap a rocket to you. The other one, you, you, you can, you know, you can, you can go to catering. Do we still have <laughs> Shannon Moore? They would have done a breakup. One of them would have turned heel. It would have never been explained. And the other guy would be working with Chad Gable. But it's true. I can't yeah. wait for that talk. Is Jericho talk? He seems pissed off. I can't That's, wait to hear that. I never thought I'd be looking forward to hearing that. Yeah. Now, but here we are. Bring it on. He is angry. Fair play to him. Do you reckon um, get Mickey James on to talk about trash bag gate? I hope so. Kenny would have had his WrestleMania match with AJ Styles, I would imagine. And then be feuding with Fandango or something. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, probably, they always probably like Cody. Yeah, Polka Dots. He'd be Stardust again by now. Um, cool. Who would that? I think we got them all. Marty Skrull. Oh, NXT UK. Oh, yeah. Basically, it's a good thing. Um, there's another one that was they were causing a little bit of trouble on Twitter this week. Uh, QT Marshall beating Billy Gunn was apparent, apparently uh, not good. They were hating this. Why? Why? Via interference. Because Billy, because Billy Gunn is Billy Gunn and QT Marshall is QT Marshall. Yeah, but that's the point of it. Yeah, I know. You know, it's almost like <laughs> that's what they were trying to do. Jordan saying QT burying young talent. Yeah, that's like <laughs> upstart Billy Gunn. <laughs> That yeah. was the whole point. It was to get a, a cheap win over a f- uh, fan favor. There's that. Yeah. There was literally the entire purpose of it is to piss people off, and, and it worked. Sto- and the storyline is that QT Marshall isn't on Cody's level. Yeah. So he had to use he had to cheat to beat a 57 year old man. That kind of plays into the story. I don't know how some of these things go over people's heads. I don't Almost understand. If people it. who get outraged by these things don't actually know what the fuck they're watching. Yeah, they just want to be outraged for the mm-hmm. sake of being outraged. No, fair. Antox, anyone, Ooh. anyone could eat the pin in that six-man tag next week. Lee Jordan could be the one to get the pin. You never know. They might have added mm-hmm. Lee Johnson in there to surprise you and get the pin. No, no, Lee Johnson's eating the pin. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah. he's eating the pin. Um, a go-go. There's money there, I think. Wake me up before a go-go. Oh, the wooden chair spot. Yeah, the old Dusty Rhodes thing. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was class. That. Yeah. And... The minute I saw a wooden chair and Dustin Rhodes, I was like, oh, I wonder where this is going to go. <laughs> How often do you see a wooden chair lying around ringside these days? Um, 
Christian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Now, there's an interesting one. Now, put this match in in WWE. What would the story be here? As in, sorry, what would the fallout be here? About the 50-50 next week? (laughs) Well, no, well, more about the 47-year-old Attitude Era guy. Oh, upstart. New upstart. Oh, yeah. You know, like... You can outwork outwork everyone, Steve. Yeah, that's it. I I just think it'd be funny if that was on Raw, and that was Christian beating Matt Riddle. I think the the internet would have reacted a little different. Well, maybe not Matt Riddle. You know what I mean? Someone, Alistair Black, (laughs) for example. Say Alistair Black. Hmm. I think the internet would have reacted a very different way. The what the trying yeah. to look at it from you know the positive side of it. Christian took a lot of punishment in that match, so yeah. um Hobbs did look very good in it, and it was only through a reversal that he managed to hit the kill switch. So it wasn't exactly like a dominant, you know, burying the kid sort of a victory. It was Christian surviving. Yep. Fine. So that's that's the way I'd look at it. Um, but again, I could see why people could be upset, but again, people are going to look to be upset no matter what they do. On Twitter? Really? I know. Uh, <laughs> I've never known anyone on Twitter to get upset over random fits. Where, what sort of <laughs> echo chamber do you live in where it's just nothing but negativity? I, uh, the, um, the tweet I sent in to you during the, the fallout of the whole European Super League fantastic one of the guys i follow sends in there's far too much respect and not a lot not a a lot of needle going on these last two nights (laughs) everyone's all singing together this is terrible it was true twitter was and that was the night of the george floyd acquit um, trial as well so i said acquittal do you hear there that's that's where i thought it was going to go oh we were worried we were talking about it going that way yeah um so the european super league was scrapped and george floyd's killer was found guilty and it was like wow twitter everyone's fucking happy tonight this is great (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the podcast account feed must be hell it's only when we make a joke about aew and then people start getting angry and yeah and sometimes sometimes you just tread it we have to tread it and go it's a joke it's a joke relax (laughs) yeah sometimes people don't get that if i post something in simpsons meme format that it's intended as a joke and not to be taken as actual commentary yeah um it's just, I have thought of a Simpsons reference that fits this moment, and I'm going to fucking run with it. You yeah. pricks. Yeah. It's, it's oh man, if you take it too seriously, you it's, know. It's, it's watching men going out and fucking rolling around in fucking Speedos for fucking 17 hours a week. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> are we doing taking this this fucking seriously? Like? Only 17. That's, that's, if you take Fitz, life too Fitz seriously, you'll never get out alive. Yeah. Uh, here's some info on blood and guts. Um, As I stated before, the blood and guts show will be will feature one match, which will be the inner circle versus the pinnacle in the blood and guts match. The match itself will be contested under the original 87 version of War Games rules. So there'll be no pins, only submission, surrender. There will also be a roof. Oh, nice. A roof on top of the cage. The rest of the show will consist of video packages building the match. There will be a tape match footage for the live crowd to watch before the actual match begins. The idea is to experiment with a one match television show. They've done one-match television shows before regularly in Japan, uh, but in the Jim Crockett days, they've done Ric Flair versus Barry Windham, Midnight Express, Fantastics, blah, 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 blah. Right now, the idea is to have 2,500 fans for the show, the same or possibly more fans for Double or Nothing on May 30th. Mm-hmm. So let me, the match itself, I can test it, blah, blah, blah. The rest of the show will, be, will consist of video packages building the match. So, so it's essentially the Metal Gear... It's essentially the Metal Gear Solid 5 of wrestling shows. <laughs> yeah. The, the rest of the four, show. Four. 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 Sorry, four. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cutscene simulator. 
Yeah. Yeah. There will be a tape match footage for the live show to watch before the actual match begins. So what come, what opens the show for the TV audience? Promos. Yeah. yeah. And then do you start the match right away or do they cut away from the match? How is Wednesday, this work? We're getting we're getting Wednesday night raw by the sounds of what I'm fucking hearing here. <laughs> or at the start of night one of WrestleMania with the rain delay. Yeah. Moments which is, ago. Which has now been cut from the WWE Network. Ugh, dickheads. <laughs> um that's interesting. I don't know how yeah. that's going to work. How do you structure that? I'm, like, I'm, in, I'm intrigued, but this could blow up bad in their face. Like what minute does the match start? Yeah, because I'll know, start watching then. <laughs> like, you do the promos building up the match. Do you then go to break? Hour is two? That, yeah, like the first hour could be basically like a pre-show for a pay-per-view. And oh, the second hour is the match. I'll, I'll, I'll play an untitled game for an hour and yeah. I'll fucking join an hour. Like, that's... That's a bad idea. Surely that can't be what they're planning. To, to do the first hour all promos well like you're gonna have Jericho promos in there you're gonna have MJF promos in there so it's not gonna be bad but it's like it's oh, it's, it's, it's also your flagship fucking TV show and you're uh, I don't know Nitro back in 99 yeah they did one episode of the show where there was no wrestling match <laughs> um, I, did you not I, throw one match in there one long match and build promos around it. Uh, throw Baker, fucking. They, if they'd done it, they could have had Baker fucking challenge there, yeah. um, Sheeta at that. Do it there. Mm. I seriously think they're going to see. I, I seriously think they're going to struggle with a rating with this. I, I yeah. can see this changing before it happens. I reckon it won't yeah. go this yeah. way. It's the, what they're thinking there, but when they properly think it out and try and like plan it, I think they're like, okay, this, we need something here. I'm not watching an hour promo. Like, I'm not watching. Like, pretty sure. Like even the even the pre shows have a match in them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. like what do you this... do? Okay, so here's Jericho's promo. Here's MGF's promo. All right, that's seven minutes of the show done. Now what? Do you know? Like I yeah, unless they're planning on like doing a fucking history of everything they've done. Hire Sean yeah. Ryan and do an hour and of history. Gonna, well, he he, he <laughs> fucking <laughs> manages it. This is where he's getting his movie. Um, <laughs> but like, unless you're you're running back like. Just all the vignettes of them in Vegas, and you literally turn it into a walk down memory lane of everything that happened with them—the the fucking dinner, debonair, or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, I assume you're good at. I'm Unless you play back everything. all of them in full, mm. maybe, and it's like a greatest hits nearly. But I don't know. I still think this is as ill-conceived as all of the elite clubs of Europe if they were to try and form a league of sorts. Able to do warfare backstage someone will bump into someone and they'll start beating each other up backstage or yeah how do you fill an hour with no matches yeah that's broad they do it most weeks <laughs> and the main event then <laughs> Darby Allen defeated Jungle Boy uh, to retain the title Fun. this was most good huge these two like think about it this was I think this is their first match maybe a second I can't remember if they fought time. before but think about this is two guys at the beginning of their kind of proper TV career. We're going to see this again in about five or six years time when they're seasoned vets. If, if Darby um, Allen survives that long. That is an extremely valid point, Nick. Um, but yeah, I just got a, a kind of almost a pre-nostalgia feeling watching this that we're going to watch these two guys, you know, absolutely kill it in the main event for a world title in about five or six years time. And, because both these guys are on a trajectory that it, it's going to lead them to that stage. Mm. And, and even just the match itself was, was very, very good. It was crisp. There wasn't, uh, 
there wasn't too many moments where I thought, geez, they're trying too hard. And th- just that the finish pin was was perfect. That I, I can't remember what he calls it. He has a name for it, but it's effectively that kind of weird roll up pin that he does. My oh, notes here say yeah. the Last Supper. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's where he kind of does the reverse roll up and he clutches him down with uh, kind of a leg right. lock as well. Yeah. Thank you, whatever that site is called. I take the results from. <laughs> 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 uh, and they held the the viewership over a million as well, so they did quite well. Mm. Uh, 1.104 million. So good stuff. But it was down, Fitz. Down. <laughs> it was also no Mike Tyson on the show this week. <laughs> <laughs> but we've worked that Mike Tyson brings you exactly a hundred thousand viewers. That's that's where we are with Mike Tyson. Um, huge, 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 huge. NXT then um, eight forty one, so they were slightly up. Uh, I'm wondering maybe is around eight the new base, which would kind of suit our narrative see, of the two hundred. NXT eight. got eight forty one, but they were also up against all the George Floyd yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's that is true. Um, apparently that is to be negated. Brian Alvarez uh, told told me so. Oh, imagine uh, imagine that if imagine that something being twisted to suit his fucking narrative. <laughs> it's a video of him going around. One of those, you know, Melzer says what, or one of those guys has it up. Um, Jared Floyd coverage would have had nothing to do with the ratings, even though NXT was up. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, the two hundred K theory that we always talk about seems to be true. Mm-hmm. If yeah. uh, if AEW's top is nine hundred or was nine hundred K. Give your two hundred thousand there. NXT's top was usually six fifty seven hundred. There you go That's with eight forty one. Right. Yeah. You know that one fifty to two hundred thousand people. That's it. And now it's it's on them to grow the grow the audience because none of them have grown their audience since the Ooh. start. <laughs> so it's weird how it's never happened. But anyway. but they haven't lost an audience like you know Raw and SmackDown have. That's oh, true. And <laughs> they haven't steady. I heard Stephanie saying that Raw's ratings have held strong. As since when? Um, probably last week. It'll probably say yeah, Mania, maybe. <laughs> it's okay. The content is pro- they're producing right now is bound to draw new viewers in. Yeah. So it's enticing. Did you Only- see that part where they did the same match again this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you know that uh, fucking Apollo is defending his title tonight? We don't know who against. Maybe it's Declan. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if there's going to be any drums involved. Unlike Mania. When do we get the freaking drums? Freaking drums. Um, Kyle O'Reilly is cool Kyle now. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's cocky. He's cool. He's bad. He got a bit cool. of the old doggy coin. Yeah, he got the doggy coin. Um, Cameron Grimes is comedic gold at the moment. Um, Ted DiBiase. That story has turned out to be true then. There was a story that they were bringing Ted DiBiase in to work with Cameron Grimes and they started that this week because Ted DiBiase outbid well, this, they on- started it a few weeks ago when he was trying to get people to do the Teddy Biasi spot when he had yeah. the money. True, yeah, true. Um, but now he has a reason to. With Cameron Grimes, I, I mean, I'd watch a cinematic match with, with Ted DiBiase and Cameron <laughs> Grimes. I would, you know, I wouldn't have any involvement with them. I would have just DiBiase one up in them randomly for a good the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder back. Just run enough properly, then have it like a takeover or something where he just randomly shows up and the crowd goes fucking nuts because you get a pop in an arena for him. I'm guessing uh, they're trying to give. Uh, oh, I saw this the McGregor thing. They're uh, they're trying to give Ted a payday because Ted might be in jail. <laughs> he probably <laughs> needs money to fight his legal battle. But well, yeah, and 
Yeah, he, he's embezzlement, isn't it? Something yeah, to do with he's a pastor. And there was money, something to do with money going into the church that he runs. It was just wrestling in his account, lads. It's literally, it is Father Ted's storyline is what we're dealing with, with Ted DiBiase at the moment. Um, yeah. Uh, Saray and Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark, no. There's someone that they've just pushed the moon straight away, which is pretty Ooh, cool. The moon. Ooh, the moon. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. she's fantastic. Um but- one slight criticism is I think her gear. Lisa hates her gear. Back. Lisa hates her gear. It's the one thing she hates about her. Yeah. Stop I, I commenting on women's attire, guys. Jesus. No, I just I just think it looks a bit generic. Indie. Yeah. yeah. And not in the indie heartwell way. It looks a bit that you know you expect when you go to the top that you know you step everything up, everything goes to the next level. I just think that that's the one thing that she just needs to step up a little bit. <laughs> but, Th oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful coffee you had there, Steve. Uh, it was. Yeah, and uh, also the TH2 need to sort out their gear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, look, I, I'm a really huge fan of hers. Uh, I think Steve tweeted out on the night that she's going to be, a, she could be a world champ by the end of the year at this stage. Yeah. I, I'm rowing behind it. I think the sky's mm -hmm. the limit for her. Um, yeah. And wishing her all the best, but that's just one slight criticism. Uh, what these two, she's 27 and Saray is 24, I think. Okay, what if like two again, similar enough to what Fitz was saying about Derby and Jungle Boy? We could be seeing this match for quite a while. Um, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm looking forward do you to think, it. or do you even wonder that Saray is just going to be kind of lost in the mix because she's the fourth Japanese girl they've kind of brought in and pushed? In the same vein as to have the previous tree, yeah, the allure, gone, though, so, you know. it's true. But it's, you wonder, like, how many times will that appeal last for the viewers? They've all been very different, though. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, they're pushing her pretty heavy. Hmm. So, I guess with with Kana at the time and Shirai. And what was is it? What was Kyrie's name? What was Kyrie something? Can't it's remember. Kyrie. Oh Jesus! Kyrie Hojo. Oh yeah. Hojo or some of that. Yeah. yeah. They had a bit of a name. I've never heard of this girl, to be honest. But that's probably on me. I I just I've never heard of her. So you've, you've never heard of her? Oh God! What wrestling? I oh. What <laughs> <laughs> heard of them anymore? To be honest, um, I only heard it that. Like I mean, Io Shirai was on probably Lucha or Lucha Underground. Um, Kana was Kana. And then you had uh, uh, Kyrie had the ridiculous elbow drop. So how could you not know about her? That was like one of my favorite moves going. And this girl, I was just, oh, don't know who she is. Noob. Noob. her for three years, then we're just not, we're not woke enough to know. So. Yeah, God. Anyway, she's good. So let's see how that yeah. goes. Yep. Good shit, pal. Good shit. And a nice confirmed what we thought. He's just allowed to talk off the top of his head. It's fucking great. All those uh, those aisle promos that he does walking to the ring. Now, he does sound like a mix between The Rock and uh, Steve Austin, as we noted about him in NWA months or years ago or whatever. But yeah, Vince McMahon's going to love this guy. And Alex Pulowski commented on it. It was hilarious. Um, I tweeted a thing. I go, LA Knight is going to, or Vince McMahon is going to love LA Knight when he gets called up. And Alex quote tweeted and went, that or they'll make him a mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor EC3. Oh, poor he can have EC3. Did you see yeah. the story? 
What? Yeah, he's a bad infection or something. And he's oh, like, no. he put, put a post up. Um, it's not COVID or anything. He just had some sort of infection and he's in the hospital for a few days. Staph infection? Did he work Maybe. for WWE? C-Pack. C-Pack. Easy three-pack. Yeah. Uh, O'Reilly and Cameron Grimes main evented then after their opening promo. Good shit. Yeah, very good shit. Um, index. By the yes, way. yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis fits. God. God fits. Keep it's the love story Keep of up. a generation. The greatest love story in wrestling since fucking Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> she loved them all along. Um, did she, though? Apart from what does it even mean? Her, but whatever, we just get over that. But yes, and, indeed. Yes, because um, somehow it was muted within Discord. Huh? Oh, Rory, you silly goose. Um, what else happened? Who would have thought that of the f- formerly two Wednesday night shows that NXT would have the most tag team matches on the on the <laughs> night? Uh, and it, AEW, the first show they've ever done without a tag match. I'm convinced of it. I don't remember any other show without a tag match or a multi-man match of some sort. No, I, I think, think it has, has been. Be, yeah. 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 So Steve loved Dynamite this week. Yeah. And if we, if we were still voting, I would have voted AEW purely just because I complained about it so much. I would have had to. Um, anything else to talk about then on NXT? I haven't watched it since it went to Tuesday night. Really? You should. It's been good. Like it's yeah. been solid. Oh, like. Yeah. It's just been awkward. Um, it's good. I used to like it on a Wednesday night because Thursdays I'm typically free-ish. So I usually be able to power through one or two of the shows. But sure, you can still watch it on Thursday. Like. I know, but the allure is kind of gone because I've been on the internet and I've kind of seen what's happened. I'm like, eh, mm. people aren't raving about it. People are saying it's an average show. I'm like, eh, not going to bother watching it for whatever hour and 25 minutes it is ad-free. Like, I'd ah. say... NXT lived up to the criticisms it's had this week where it's a very solid wrestling show with, with you know, good, subtle storytelling, but not overly exciting mm. this week. Yeah, I think. Seems about, seems about spot on, yeah. Yeah. There's this, I mean, Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis is the best thing going at the moment, I think. it's Because you don't have Balor, Cross is kind of lingering there. With, I think it's quite, they're, they're setting up for O'Reilly and Cross, which kind of sucks because O'Reilly's going to lose for a third title shot now. So I'm not sure Sasha Banksing him. I don't know what the idea is there. Why would you have him lose another title match when you're clear? Clearly, they're pushing Kyle O'Reilly. So I think I don't. Not sure that's the best idea. Yeah, is that more stop starts than fucking Lance Archer? Yeah, <laughs> unless maybe someone takes him out and they divert from that. Maybe that's what the plan is. Like I'll, yeah. I'll watch Balor and Kyle again, but if that does happen, Kyle needs to win. He can't lose to Balor mm. again. They're and in a position where they can't have Kyle lose another big match. No, and Cross is going to go on a Goldberg run, so he's just going to eat through, especially the first few people that he mm-hmm. runs into. True, very true. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, having a knockdown, drag out forty minute match, never do them again. But with Kyle and Cross, isn't going to help Cross here. Nope. Avoid this match at all costs, but they're going to do it because wrestling. It's the story. Anyway. It's just the way it flows right now. But yeah, it doesn't yeah. the match doesn't going to isn't needed. I'm guessing Roddy maybe comes back and attacks him. And that diverts no, he's them. He quit. He retired. Roddy, oh, that's right. Roddy yeah. to show up on the main roster within two months. Oh, I don't I like worry for him on the <laughs> roster. He's got a very, you know, underwhelming personality. The best thing that ever happened to him was getting drafted into UE because Bobby Fish got injured. Yeah. Yeah. 
Where's Bobby Fish? Is he still storming the Capitol? Or uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I think he's going looking for someone in a, uh, for kids in the pizza restaurant somewhere, isn't he? Oh, uh, all on. You hate to see it. You hate to see cool guys like Bobby Fish, you know. But there you have it. Anyway, oh, Rebellion, yeah. This match that AEW don't seem to want to promote. <laughs> it world week. <laughs> I mean, barely. <laughs> you, you mean, what? How could they not promote? You mean the world champion is at risk of losing his title this week? <laughs> yeah, so it's Rich Swan against Kenny Omega uh, at uh, Impact Rebellion on Sunday night. Now, they have said that the match will have a finish that there will be a decisive finish, that there won't be any bullshittery. So um, Kenny Omega is winning the Impact title on Sunday oh, yeah. night. There's no way, there's no way Rich Swan is winning the AEW title. Like. If, if, if Kenny Omega loses the AEW title to Rich Swan, I think it might be time for Tony Khan to walk away. I think he's gone peak Vince right away. <laughs> there's no coming back from that if that happens. So, I, like, it's, it's a no-win situation because if you do have Kenny win the title, he'll have to lose it at some point. Yeah. Unless they have him drop it or something. Yeah. Distraction roll up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's bound to be a way to get out of it, maybe. But yeah. Yeah. And there's a guy that we would be deserving of a chance at your United States title. Let me tell you, me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States heavyweight Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. The one guy that stands out the most. The guy that I think has earned a title shot. L Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. L Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but my goodness sakes, are 50 pounds Who different. Who are you to, to, to doubt L Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about contenders. The, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler. So our recording bot in Discord decided to stop working. Uh, so I'm just recording this little bit at the end to explain why the show just seemed to completely abruptly end there at the end. <laughs> uh, we're in the middle of talking about Kenny Omega and Rich Swan at Impact of the Weekend, and then Craig decided to shit the bed, as he enjoys doing. So um, do Gordo's plugs, basically. So you can check us out at WrestlingSoup.com, along with a load of other shows, obviously, and check out the Soup Lads themselves. And then, obviously, you'll find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, bicycles ovens all those things and um check out canvastheory.com and use code awp for 10 percent off the order and follow us on twitch uh twitch.tv forward slash alleged wrestling podcast if you enjoy cans fall guys metal gear solid things like that and uh twitter at tubit wrestling for all of your us needs whatever they may be yeah there we go night old <laughs>